Hey guys, this is Christian with Liberty After Dark, and I just wanted to come talk to you real quick right before the show starts up and just let you know that a few things are a little bit different than normal. We're trying out some new stream setup stuff since we're back, and there were a couple audio glitches that had to get edited out, so you may hear some artifacting, very small amounts, just occasionally, or some some sentences that don't quite flow together very well, and that's pretty much all there is to it, so not, nothing to really worry about there. Um, just other than that, hope you guys enjoy the show. Um, really news is, is kind of probably mostly things you've heard. Um, there's probably not much that you guys are going to say like, oh, wow, I didn't hear about this. Um, basically the biggest things to take away from this week, as far as news are concerned. Um, so the biggest thing, one is impeachment, obviously impeachment moved into, the or move from the committee to the house it's going to be put up for vote it's it's getting stalled just like it's supposed to did you hear they're trying to impeach trump i had no idea what liberty late night breaking the news they're trying to impeach trump it's a uh to say it's a it's a fuster cluck would be to put it lightly um nobody's gonna win from this uh all it's gonna do is continue to divide the bases which i think is kind of like the the point at at this moment but i you know we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and uh worry about all the the little details of the impeachment because to be honest i don't care about it so um it it, it doesn't matter even even if he got impeached and kicked out of office i still really wouldn't care it's, it's not it's not even a concern to me right now it's not even on my radar so that's how I feel about that. It, it moved into the House. It's we're gonna they're gonna vote on it. They're they're probably gonna pass it, and then it's gonna go to the Senate. And Mitch McConnell's gonna laugh, and he's gonna turn it down. And then the Democrats are gonna be like, "Wow, oh, Mitch McConnell's got the got the Senate by the balls. We can't do anything." And so yeah, um, Kamala Harris is out of the race. All the Democrats are boycotting at the moment the next uh, Democratic debate. So I was planning on covering that next week. We were going to do a live stream. And I was going to cover the, do my commentary on the debates like I did last time. And, uh, well, to be honest, uh, it may not even happen. Um, So basically, long story short, there's like a labor protest. It's a normal strike. They want higher wages. And the venue that is uh, hosting the democratic debate is the venue that is being protested or boycotted so they they said that they won't uh that none of the democratic nominees will pass a picket line to go and speak to them and 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 do the debate so and and i think it's only five or six that have qualified so far i can't remember off the top of my head um yeah so that's that's one piece of big news Um, I live in the primary state propaganda is in full swing already. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, it won't let me clown emoji. That sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Liberty late night. Uh, John McKinty, for those of you who don't remember, was a part of the original, um, Trump administration, I guess, in the West Wing. Uh, he's being moved back to the West Wing uh, to work more closely with President Trump. Does it matter? No. He was his former aide, and then he left being his aide, 
and now he's going to be Zayd again. Cool, I guess. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> I say it's interesting. I mean, I don't know. Trump's running out of friends, so he's trying to pull back the people who like him. So that's really all that that is. Um, there was a really fun article from USA Today, Five Key Trump Conspiracy Theories Debunked. Um, if you just have five minutes, I would, I would go in, uh, I would look that one up. I can link it, uh, after the end of this. Uh, I, I got a good laugh out of it. Not, not the, I mean, it is, it's five conspiracy theories that are pretty much proven to be not true, but it's just really funny that people think these things about him. And, uh, yeah, book, uh, Cory Booker's probably going to be dropping out pretty soon. Um, Michael Bloomberg is a billionaire with a lot of money who is going to, I mean, they're spending $4.2 million a day on his campaign in ads. Let me just tell you, nobody else in the demo, nobody else campaigning in the United States of America is spending $4.2 million per day on advertising. Okay. That's, that's not happening. And so I, I, I heard I don't remember who exactly said this, but I'm going to quote them without knowing who even said it. Um, it doesn't matter whether Michael Bloomberg wins. What matters is, is that we've got a billionaire who's throwing millions of dollars into the race, and that is going to shake things up. Um, this is, in my opinion, the most interesting thing about it. I mean, Michael Bloomberg is he's a horrible commie, and I can't stand him, and everything he says is wrong and very Bloomberg of him to say. Um, but just the fact that he's, he's completely self-financed and he is spending millions and millions and millions of dollars a day. Um, if the adage holds true that money wins elections, then we may be looking, whoops, we may be looking at the democratic nominee or at the very least a very strong running independent. So yeah, think, just, just let that, just let that settle in for a minute. Think about that. Because that is uh, crazy, to say the least. That is crazy. Um, as far as other news goes, I know Tulsi Gabbard says she's not going anywhere. Oh, um, he just got reelected. Boris Johnson. Yeah, Boris Johnson won the general election over in, uh, in Great Britain, which just proves that e- even in a country that is extremely left-leaning... The left doesn't have popular enough support to win elections on that scale. They can win representatives, they can win seats, but they can't win national elections. And that, I think, is interesting, that the conservatives still hold that. Is that the boomers? Do you guys think it's the boomers? Honestly? I mean, I, I, so I've never really thought about this, but, like, is it the fact that we have this baby boomer generation that outnumbers pretty much everybody liberal pretty I don't know cuz if you if you consider gen x to be like the first round of liberals and like the the tail end of gen x up to and through millennials then yeah boomers gen gen x they uh the beginning of gen x they they would outnumber all of us so I don't know it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have the statistics right in front of me, sirens. I'm more just speculating out loud than anything. I uh, couldn't couldn't honestly tell you 
off the top of my head whether or not that was why, but there's definitely something going on here. I think that's pretty plain to see. Um, I'm not going to sit down and be like, ah, oh, the left is, you know, rah, rah. And the, the, the conservatives have, by any means, elections together. I think we're, what we're going to be talking about today, I think, is going to go into some of the things that, that I think are motivating these elections. Um, and it's pretty interesting, honestly. So if you guys want to go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes, um, Rudy Giuliani is like working on a movie in Ukraine or something. Um Virginia Democrats threaten to use the National Guard on police that don't uh, enforce their new gun laws. And, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it for the news. <laughs> I would love seeing the hard math on that. That's an interesting idea. I think it just, you know, I, I don't I don't know what ratio of boomers are, are vote. Republican and Democrat, I assume it's probably something like a 60-40 split. Um, it just depends. My grandfather votes Republican. My grandmother is a Democrat. So, I mean, both of my grandparents on my dad's side are Republicans, but they're from Texas, so that kind of makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it just it just depends, really. Um, I don't think that there's any real hard, infer- you know, things going on about that. But, um yeah, I think that's it for the news. I think we're good on the news. Um, to the meat and potatoes of what we're going to be talking about today. If any of you guys noticed, the title of this video is Liberty After Dark, episode 25, which I think is just super cool that we're at episode 25 already. I mean, we're a quarter of a way to 100. If we keep up the pace that we were at when we were really cranking out episodes, we'll be we'll be at 100 before... Before next year, I think. No, we won't. We'll be at 100 eventually. <laughs> it'll be cool. Uh, 50. 50 is the next goal. So we're at 25. We'll get to 50. I'll probably say something when we hit 30 anyways. But yeah, that's crazy to think about. Since February, we've done 25 episodes. But the, the episode is called Where's Your Heart At? Right? And... I So I kind of alluded to this a little bit last week. And that I've been doing a lot of you know, work on myself, basically, over this last month and a half. Um, a lot of me time, a lot of thinking about my life, thinking about what I want to do, thinking, you know, like getting away from worrying about massive social issues that I have really pretty little, if any, bearing on at all, and, and just focusing on me, because it's something I haven't really done, and I kind of have to now. I've been trying to be a significantly more positive person, and <laughs> as funny as that I, that that sounds, I'm not. I don't mean necessarily like, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm some ultimately hyper chipper person now, just skipping along the merry lane all the time. Like obviously, I'm I'm still me, but I try to avoid things that are just inherently toxic now and I try to identify whenever those things come up because I think we get addicted to them and and I'll talk to that about that in a second but what really spurred this on was a lot of stuff from the news mostly and Facebook which is basically news like my news feed is basically news and um, I actually had to catch myself this week because I shared some things that we're I'm going to get into that I don't think is productive 
that I, you know, I had to step back and I didn't, re- I probably should have removed it so I don't sound like a hypocrite, but we'll be getting more into that. Basically, libertarians have this, we're, we're angry people. Um, and that's not like a, like a meme. I'm not saying that like, uh, like a joke, like politically we're angry people. We're motivated off of like frustration and anger and it's not good. It's not healthy. It's not a good image. It's not good for us. Um, because it's not productive. Right. And so there's two kinds of energy. Right before everybody in the comments is like, "What? What do you mean we're angry? Shut up, you stupid man, <laughs> you stupid cisgender racist." <laughs> um, <laughs> it's there's think about the last thing you saw on Facebook that you shared or commented to or whatever. It was probably a dank meme, or it was some kind of crazy news article that you saw that. It, it, liberty related, obviously. Like, I post cat videos and stuff like that. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. But, like, when you're on Liberty Facebook, it was, like, some something that outraged you or something that you saw that... You, did I just assume my own gender? No joke, right? Did, um... Something you saw on Facebook that that you angry reacted or wow reacted or shared and said, oh my god, I can't believe this. Or if you're me, you said, the state is a tumor in need of removal, which is just the most hyperbolic thing I think I've ever posted on Facebook. Um, and it's like all, all of these things can be true and you're entirely entitled to feel this way. And you probably should feel this way. But is projecting that Onto other people, the correct move is that what we should be doing? Is that the is that the image we want to give ourselves? Is that productive? Is it healthy? These are questions that we have to start asking. And I was actually listening to um, Libertarian presidential candidate Justin Amash. No, Adam Kokesh. I'm sorry, not Justin Amash. I don't know why I said uh, Adam Kokesh talking about uh, libertarianism. And, you know, I've, I've talked about this before. I think Adam Kokesh's plan is completely ridiculous and is not only probably counterproductive to what we're trying to do, but is physically impossible and legally impossible and not not going to happen, right? But I think there's another part of his message that I was not listening to because I was stuck on the analytical side that I really really think I I should have been paying more attention to. And I think I wasn't paying attention to it because I didn't want to. Right. And he kind of talks about this in a really hippie way that I, it doesn't jive with me. Okay. It doesn't align my chakras. It doesn't resonate with my feng shui or whatever you kids do these days uh, with your like crystal healing beads or whatever. The, but, but he talks about this almost like hippie Zen, like love thy neighbor side of libertarianism that does not get represented by us, the people of libertarianism. And I think that is a huge on our part. But I think, I think a part of this, this toxic nature that we have is it's, it's pretty closely tied to libertarianism's roots in conservatism. And I think it's just in our nature as human beings. You know what? That's not fair. I, I was going to go on a rant about how like this is this is probably about some kind of tie that we have to this other type of philosophy that's motivated 
off of an, an antithesis to change in not necessarily a deconstructive way, but in an inherently regressive way and how we need to avoid that. And even if that is true, I don't even think that's what it really is. We as human beings, this is fact, we are, we are drawn to things that they're, so they're powerful. Some emotions are more powerful than others, right? Sadness is typically more powerful than happiness. Um, happiness is actually one of the lowest, it's, it's the most fleeting. It can be powerful, but it's the most fleeting. Um, sadness is more persistent. It can be very powerful, but the, the cream of the crop is anger. So at the very, it, it pushes everything else out of the way. And that is, that is why it is so easy for people to be consumed by anger. You, if you, if you let your anger run amok, it will control you. And we see this all the time, whether you realize it or not, especially in people's like online personas. And some people, you know, kind of do this as a catharsis and I, it's not healthy first off, but we'll get into that in a minute that they, they put on this online persona of this like perpetually angry, pissed off person. And it, it doesn't, it's not good. Okay, and so I know now. Now I've said it's not good multiple times. Now, yeah, I have to I have to justify that. Why is it not good? Why can't I just be mad all the time? What is your anger fixing? What is you being pissed off about? Like visibly, like you, where where you're like sirens over here, and you just threw your coffee cup against the wall in anger because like I said she was an angry lady and she didn't like that. What do you What do you gain? What do you benefit as opposed to just accepting it or or even even not accepting it gosh you know or just processing it like like you would anything else in life right anything else bad that happens to you if you react to it like a normal adult i keep hitting this dang thing i'm i'm trying to maneuver around it but um you know it's like it's like when say say you come back from the grocery store and you got a bunch of eggs right and then you trip and you fall and you break your eggs Okay, that like, do do you like get pissed off, throw the carton of eggs, slam your door, you know, scratch up your car's paint, flip the car? Um, <laughs> like, what do you No, You don't you don't do that. You just process and handle it like an adult. And so, yeah, Dave here says, I don't do angry online. I save that for my family. LOL. Funny. <laughs> um, but so that's an important thing to distinguish though is that you may not be the angry person but you may be facilitating the anger right so imagine if for an example you are not the angry person but you say like oh hey um oh man i saw this crazy article about how virginia is going to be calling the national guard on people if they pass these gun laws like i'm just going to share this because I, I don't live in Virginia. I don't know anybody who does, but I'll share it to increase social outrage. Maybe. Maybe. I guess. I guess it's like the one thing you could say is that, that there's that public pressure by spreading this around. But even then, you can apply public pressure without being like degenerate cave trolls about it. <laughs> and it's, you know... I think it's really, I did this for a long time. It's really easy to sit back and be like, that's, that's not me. Not saying this is you by any means, David. Um, 
But in my particular case, it's, it was really easy for me to sit back and say like, well, that's not me. I'm not the angry guy. I don't, you know, which is super on the, on the, it's, you don't have to go back very far to see me give some rant about police to see that I can get very angry and, and frustrated and be an unhappy camper and all of that jazz. But you just we just got to figure out where the line is between a focused energy. You could be frustrated. You can be mad. You just can't be motivated by anger because then it's toxic. You have to you have to apply that energy. If if you this is my biggest thing. If you're angry and you go out and you boog, you're doing something with that anger, whether I agree with it or not. It's 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 a source of energy for you at that point. It's a motivator. You're getting things done, I guess. I can only talk so much trash. You're doing more than I am. But if you're going to be angry and your reaction to being angry is to go online and share posts and scream at people on message boards and call them commies and threaten to throw them out of helicopters, who are you helping? Who is who wins? Nobody wins. No, you don't win. None of your other people, no, no, nobody you're interacting with wins. You're not converting anybody to libertarianism by being a total asshole. You're not making society freer by screaming at this person for not believing in the exact same form of anarcho-capitalism as you do. And again, I'm guilty of this. I'm in... I need to put all of these things in asterisks because we can be adults and have disagreements and not be angry troglodytes, which is what, again, not even really the people who are watching this stream right now. Most of you in the stream are are here or are, 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 have elevated yourselves, okay? We, we've said it for forever. It's kind of a meme at this point, but you've kind of elevated yourself. It's the compatriots around us who need to be reined in a little bit more and the people who are probably not even real libertarians well they, they walk around calling themselves libertarians and and whether we like it or not that makes them they they carry our label they are a part of our tribe okay and that that brings all of the burdens that that would with with them um we may not want to associate with them, but people will lump them in with us regardless. So whether you are just here for the memes um, or if you are just here for the ride or the friends we made along the way or whatever it is, um, just make sure you do so in a healthy manner, not just for yourself either. Um, like, yeah, first, I, something I've learned, number one comes first, okay? I need to start doing that a lot more. Um, I mean, I, obviously, you can prioritize what brings you, what fulfills you above that. So say you are fulfilled by family more than by whatever, like whatever you do in your free time, like knitting. Prioritize family over you in your free time. But um, take care of number one, okay? <laughs> do not put the weight of society on your shoulders if you are not about to go out and fix society, because you're not, you're not helping anybody. Okay, I, I've been super guilty of this. I've been doing it for months. I was stressed out. I was freaking out. I was, you, you know, like I, 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 I've somehow managed to convince myself that I basically needed to 
I needed to fix the country. I, I needed to. Like, it felt like me, me sitting in this chair needed to fix America. And not only do I not need to, I'm, I'm not responsible for doing so. We, I can't, right? And like, it's super easy to say that, but we internalize, we, especially us as libertarians, we, we are so independent people. We are so free-willed. Like, the... the <laughs> There's like a joke to where like if you tell a libertarian that they can't make communism work, they'll be the first ones to make communism work just because you told them that they can't do it. Uh, and it that's a great power. It's a great characteristic and it's a tool above everything else. But it's also something that can be used against you without even you realizing it. Uh, and, and the media is is has weaponizing you. This is this is what this is all coming down to, really. So I've talked about how like, you know, we all need to be better people. Blah 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 blah. Like, so other people see this, okay? And whether we like to admit it or not, there are large sections of the libertarian media producing community that are basically clickbait. Now. They can be clickbait about great things, but are basically clickbait. You know, some half-truths, some stretches, some insinuations that isn't okay when you think about it. Like, you, when you're in the position of being someone who's just consuming their content, it's really easy to sit back and say, like, oh, man, like... This is something that is so outrageous that I have to go out and scream it at the top of my lungs to every human on earth so that they may all know. But that's that's the goal of the, that type of content. And everybody from the news to savvy social media creators know that there are two ways to spread a message. One One way is much harder, and that's by building a community. And we have plenty of people in the libertarian community who are building communities, and I think that's great. More power to them. I wish them all of the best luck on their adventure. And there are those who build off of, for lack of a better term, this kind of clickbaity content. Um, look at look at again, whether you think they're libertarians or not, they're in our camp. They call themselves in our camp. Everybody thinks they're in our camp. Liberty Hangout, okay. I, I think they're a terrible example of libertarianism, and they produce some of the most trashy, clickbait, rage-inducing content ever. And I could totally see how me, a, a, well, two, three years ago, would have seen their content and it just like, oh my god, I can't believe this. These these liberals are are just like, do you know? Do you know she carries? You know, and that is how that kind of stuff breeds because when they share it. When people feel that way, and they share it without internalizing the fact that, like, hold on, maybe maybe the whole point of what this person did is to get me to share this. Or maybe I'm they, they want me to feel this way. Not that I really even should feel this way, but that they want me to feel this way to push some kind of narrative that they have. Right? Like, guys, anarchy is not about pushing a narrative. Okay? Anarchy is about education above all else. Okay, and that's something that I think is unique to the philosophy that is that is probably the most attractive thing about it to me, honestly, besides the fact that it's a solid 
ethically consistent philosophy, it's not about pushing a narrative. It's not about, oh, Trump's evil, we got to impeach him. It's not about the Democrats are taking your rights away. It's about, well, these are your rights and you're entitled to them. That's not a narrative. That is that is the philosophy, right? Everything else, everything else has a narrative attached to it. Communism has the narrative of the bourgeoisie fighting against the proletariat. Um, or sorry, regard other way around. The proletariat fighting against the bourgeoisie. Uh, you know, corporatism has the 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 well i guess i don't know corporatism has the people versus the billionaires i guess um, american politics has republicans versus democrats anarchy is you it's not about you versus the state because in anarchy there is no it, it doesn't it's not a factor we have to create that narrative ourselves it's not embedded in the philosophy the philosophy is not the, the subversion of the state, the philosophy is independent interactions of individuals. These things can happen in a vacuum, whether a state said it existed or not, right? And that that is that was really what clicked for me. When all of this made sense, I was thinking about anarchy, and I was thinking about narratives, and I was thinking about how everything that we consume is these giant narratives, and they're all supposed, they're all so triggering. All the narratives are all built to be as triggering as possible, and the 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 headlines stack, the news feeds fill up, your notifications explode, the angry reacts start flying, people start hitting the share button, everybody's getting called a cuck, and it's just like why. Why? This is so, it's so toxic. It's, and when you, like, when you're in it, you're in the, tr you're digging, you're in the foxhole, digging through, trying to sleep, get, make it to the next meme, you know? It's, man, it's easy to kind of just brush it off or be desensitized to it. But when you take a, when you take a step back, just the next time you see one of these types of articles, when you're scrolling through Facebook tonight, because we're all going to do it, before we go to bed, when you go through Facebook, you're going to see one of them. Hell, it may have been from me if you're a Facebook friend of mine. Stop, look at it, and then ask yourself, well, how does this make you feel? Why does it make you feel that way? Who wants you to feel that way? And what are you going to do about it? Okay? Is the right answer to share it and be like, oh my god, I can't believe. Uh, did you see that the prices, the pretzel tax is going up? 25 cents like that sucks man the pretzel tax is going up 25 cents you gotta pay 25 cents more for your pretzels that's that's terrible i'm sorry what the hell do you want me to do about it like i mean are we going to overthrow the government over a pretzel tax are we no are why are we even going to be mad about it then because we know it's not going to get changed like let's let's not Let's not even be pragmatic. Let's be realists about it. Okay? Let's be realists about it. Until we do the job that we are doing, I feel like a pretty good job at doing, of educating people, particularly libertarians, on the proper way to conduct yourselves in an individualized society, we have we have no recourse. We have we have nothing without that. Nothing. D Jesus could come down from the sky and christen. You know, the American government is no more. Welcome 
to anarchy. A thousand years may it exist in my glow, and then ascend back into the heavens, and it would fall into total chaos. Because nobody knows, like, pretend that none of the issues happened with with the the necess- necessities of the welfare state and how people are pretend none of that was a problem just socially interacting with people people do not know how to exist without a state and that is that is that is priority number 1 for all of us okay in my personal opinion from what i have from this reflection that i have done you're going to start seeing a lot less of how do we do this when when i talk about the state it's going to be how do you practice libertarianism in spite of the state? Not how do we get rid of the state? Blah blah blah. Like that's guys, that's that's down the road, man. Like we've we've got we've got some work we've got to do. Okay, so I gotta ask you, where's your heart at? Because if if the goal here is just for us to be mad, and if we don't get the if the state isn't gone tomorrow, I'm just gonna rip my hair out. Like, you're in the wrong fight, dude. I got, I'm just, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke in your face and say that we're going to have Libertania in 10 years. I can't even guarantee we're going to have a freer society in 10 years. I really can't. But what I can tell you is that I'm going to do my part to live the best life separate from the state that I can independently and to influence others around me to live the same way. And to understand the principles of living that life. I hope that you guys will come along on this journey with me. So that we can, by proxy or by leading by example, teach those around us. Those of you who have kids, you guys are going to be super important in all this. Super, super important. Okay, so let's read some of these comments. Um, Siren said, I did say this. Until we learn to comfort, uh, comfort ourselves like decent humans... Uh, how can we hope to instruct others? Outrage burns you out. Sympathy has its limits. Lead by example with your own life, and you will draw the right people to you. Yeah, that's basically that's basically what I was saying. Um, how to conduct ourselves like decent humans is, I think, what you were getting at. Um, that's kind of that's you know, and this may be too like Zen feng shui for you again. You know, I keep saying that, but maybe it is. Maybe maybe this isn't the way it needs to be sold to you. But just keep it like when when we used to be commies. Keep the idea in in your ear, like a little earworm, and just stay cognizant of it. I'm not asking you to change your life or your social media habits tonight. That's that's kind of ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> um, but the just stay cognizant of it, you know? Do do yourself a favor. Like, screw me. Screw what I want you to do. Do yourself a favor, you know? Because, man, like like I told you, I mean, I, I lapse. I told you. I, I, made, I made a post the other day where I was like, mm, post this angry thing where I'm all upset. Because I was upset. And I shouldn't have done that, honestly. Because it wasn't productive. I'm, I'm a big enough of a man to sit here and be like, look, I, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. Was it a big deal? Did anybody die? No. But was I helping anybody? Was I making the situation better? Was I educating anybody? Or was I just screaming into the echo chamber? Who's that helping? There's a lot of science on the idea of catharsis, right? We, we used to think that catharsis was good, like, like beating, like beating, like going to a punching bag and beating up a, you know, hitting it and being like, I'm so mad. And that's, we found 
more recent studies suggest that there's a direct connection between using violence as a form of catharsis and leaning on violence or aggression as a, a, a coping mechanism when these emotions return. Because you, when, when you, whatever cathartic method you choose, you're wiring your brain to respond to whatever stimulus has been brought to it in a certain way. Because whether you like it or not, we are creatures of habit. We, we like patterns, we seek them out, we exist in them, and our brains are constantly looking to relive events just as it has before. That's why it's really easy for people to stay in routines and to build new ones. Well, I mean, building routines can be difficult, but once you're in a routine, that's why it's, it's easy to stay in it. You don't even have to really think about it. That's why things like muscle memory exist. Like these are separate concepts, but they all work off of the same idea that our brain likes symmetry. It likes things to be the same. It, it likes patterns and it's good at repeating them. So whenever you're in this situation where your brain is being fed this catharsis in a violent or aggressive or angry or upset way, and you say, well, like, well, I'm not like mad. I'm just like angry posting online or grr sharing or, you know, just telling some dude to go screw himself because he pissed me off. Like you're training your brain, whether you realize it or not, whether it's on the Internet or not. You're training your brain to react a little bit more like that automatically every time. It becomes a little bit more difficult for you to break out of that because you are building your routine, believe it or not. Like I fell into a routine of have a conversation with somebody up until I felt like it was of absolutely no use to any of us anymore and then I would just shit on them. And that's a horrible, super immature not correct answer way for me to do things. And I don't do that anymore, but I have, I built up the habit of doing, like it wasn't even something I thought about. I was like bored. And then I just shit on them after that for no reason too. But, uh, you are training yourself by practicing what you will do in the actual event, much like an emergency drill. Exactly. You're training your brain. So like, that's why exercising is okay because when you when you're when you're angry because it's not violent exercising isn't aggressive right even lifting weights it's not aggressive it's not aggressive it's like going up to the the man looking dummy with your gloves and punching the crap out of it that's like a that's a direct mind brain like i'm hitting a, a only reason i'm not hitting the real person is because i'd go to jail like that's not a healthy connection to build uh, it's the same idea it's the same idea you don't want to be the person who never has these confrontations in person. And then the one time someone is like, oh, well, I disagree with you for this, this, that, and this reason. You're like, huh, cook. But, you know, like, you can't do that. That's not okay. Like, these are people, whether we like them or not, whether they're commies or not, these are people. They deserve the same respect as any other person until they deny you the same treatment. So as long as everything's going cordial, then... We need to we need to be cordial back. As much as I may despise them deep down, <laughs> uh. and boxing can be healthy. It it can be healthy as long as you have the right mindset, right? If if yeah, basically, that's what I'm getting at. That was a, a response to a comment. Hey, now boxing is good for you. 
So again, I ask. I mean, I just I got I got to ask you, where's your heart at, guys? I don't know. Was this was this introspective for any of you? Did you, did you guys take a look inward? Look at some things that perhaps you could work on cuz we're going to you know, last week, woohoo, we're back, right? We talked about a little bit of economy stuff, but other than that, it was all pretty normal normal show stuff. Moving forward though, we're going to be we're going to be going in a slightly different direction. Less less anger. There will still be some frustration. <laughs> let me let me temper everybody's expectations here, okay? I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a little relatively high strung person and I and I wear my heart on my sleeve, okay? So I'm I'm not as mad as I look most of the time. I just can work myself up. So there will still be plenty of frustration from me. But we're going to try to approach it positively. Like we're going to try every every time if we talk about something negative like this. If we talk about something negative, like I said, the libertarian community is toxic as hell overall. Like most online communities are, but like it's pretty freaking toxic, guys. Like let's just be honest, okay? J- qu- quote unquote libertarians, if you put them all together, even ANCAPs, actually probably especially ANCAPs are pretty freaking toxic and that's a problem. That's a problem. This is deep, man. I love it. Oh, but the whole reason I brought that up. Yeah, this is a problem. But we have a solution, okay? We we're going to work on this. This is something that is a work in progress for me. It will be a work in progress for anybody else who needs to address it. And I think, yeah. And it's these little things, man. You know, people people hear this kind of stuff and they're like, that's not going to make me freer. It, it might, more than you even realize. If you want to take this away in bullet points, because I feel like that's always a fun way of coming away from something. One of my favorite things to do is to, to go back and listen to the stupid things that I've said in older shows and be like, wow, that was dumb. You should have never said that. And then other times I'm like, oh, that was pretty cool. One of the things I really liked from the nap episode is that I broke it down into like stupid, simple terms. Not because I think you guys need it, but because I like stuff like that. The first thing you have to do is you have to let yourself get angry. You have to let you have to let it happen. You have to let yourself get frustrated. You have to let yourself get toxic. You get, you got to. You have to let it happen at least once, right? You can't you can't just walk into this and be like, from now on, this is how I, do it. I want just go about your life normally until you see something online and you're like, Ugh, oh my god, I can't believe. Oh, angry react, share, comment, or somebody says something and it just pisses you off. And you just want to go over there and you just want to be like, dude, shut up. You're dumb. Okay? We've all done it. Whether you've done it or not, we've all thought it. Okay? And then take a step back and then analyze. Okay? Don't don't be like, don't beat yourself up. Don't be like, oh, bad me. I shouldn't have had those bad, evil thoughts. Like, that's that's not healthy either. Okay? Let's, t- let's temper this for a second. Let's take a step back. Say like, oh, okay, this is a this is a response that is brought about for possibly a couple different reasons. And then look at it. Is there a narrative being pushed that someone is trying to either harvest money from you, gain some kind of personal benefit, push an agenda that you either don't agree with or don't belong to, which if you're an ANCAP probably, and or, or any of the above, then... It, it shouldn't bug you to begin with, and you're being manipulated, and know that, and then move on, right? 
but don't just walk away, okay? Once you have then determined what, what exactly made you feel this way, because you have to understand why in order to move on from there, you then look for it in the future. You have to see it coming after that, because if you don't proactively look for it from that point on, you have to, you'll, 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 you'll misstep like I've been doing. That's the step that I've been missing that I'm going to be working on. I identified it and I said, oh, I've got it. This, 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 and this. And then I, I, I took that awesome Frisbee of, of knowledge that I had and I chucked it directly out the window to my left, even though it's your right, I think, and just immediately go back. And the next thing I, the next thing that I saw that pissed me off, I immediately went on. And you can, you can respond to these things. I'm not saying just, I'm not saying that you can't engage with people who you disagree with. I'm not saying that you can't share something that makes you angry, but it's all about how you present yourself, how you internalize it and how you grow from it. Yeah. Responding requires that time to think. It doesn't, but yes, I understand what you're saying, but it's very easy to just with your thumbs without even thinking about it. But And when you think, you might not even want to respond after that. That is That means that you make intelligent responses, Mary, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's... You can respond, you can engage, just do so in a healthy manner. Like, if you go into a conversation with somebody who you know is not on, like, the same team or is trying to provoke you or something, go in with a very clear set of guidelines. Like, all right, if it gets toxic, I'm just going to leave. I have no obligation to be in this conversation with this person. I have, I'm not responsible for this person's opinions. I'm not responsible to change this person's mind. I'm just here because I either enjoy this or I, I want to be, or I want to try spreading the word to somebody that may not have heard it. You know, <laughs> I, I hate saying the word because it almost sounds like we're missionaries. Oh, have you heard the good word? Um, you know, <laughs> but you know, st stuff like that. Um, just if you come up into a situation like that, take what would be a toxic situation and either don't interact or turn it into a positive one. That's my challenge. That is my homework for this episode for all of us. Not just you guys, for me too. My homework is take what would have been a situation where you would have responded or engaged toxically, even if it was just internally, and make it into a positive. Gain something from it. I don't care if it's learn an interesting fact from it. Take something away from that experience that makes you better than you were when you came in. Challenge accepted, right? How much of my grade is this worth? Uh, 90% of your GPA for the four years. That's, that's my challenge to all of us. Um, yeah. And also, I would like next episode to start off with some cool things. So months ago... I talked about things that we can do in our communities to promote libertarian or anarchist or individualist or just good communities. Screw all of the political philosophy behind it. Just promote good communities. And um, some of you guys said you would do some things. I don't know if you have or not. 
it's not really my concern as much as I would have loved to hear that you did. Um, but please, if you have, send some of those things to the email for this show at contact at libertyafterdark.net. If you have pictures, stuff like that, of like you working with volunteer work in your communities or starting a program or even if it's just donating talk about some things you've done in your community i would love to start off next week's episode before we even do the news with things that people have done to bring us one step closer to libertarianism to the world that we all want i think that'd be nice i think that'd be a good change Instead of starting the shows off with, oh man, they're going to impeach Trump. I hate the news. It's, this is what this person did today to get us one step closer to the goal. This isn't some kind of ethereal, esoteric, like, oh, I have this great idea. This person did the work. They went out there, like those guys who were in Feed the Need, I should have talked about Feed the Need today. That was a mistake. I should have talked about Feed the Need last week. That was a mistake. So we're going to talk about it right now. The Feed the Need guys are a great example of what I'm talking about. Best suggestion of 2019. Inbox me positive accomplishments 2020. Yeah. Like I would love to just on January, just talk about all of the good things that have happened. That's actually, that's what we're doing. That's the new year episode. We're not going to talk about a single bad thing that has happened. (laughs) There's quite a few of them. (laughs) We're not going to talk about a single step backwards. We're going to talk about all of the steps closer, closer to our goal we've gotten. Because it is so easy for us to get into this mindset that we are just spinning our wheels, and that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, I'm also not going to sit here and tell you guys that everything is like peaches and daisies and that, you know, anarchy tomorrow. You know, I, I was very real with you guys earlier, like, we got to temper our expectations here. But that doesn't mean that you, you, that doesn't mean that you watching this show right now cannot make us one step closer to whatever you want i don't i don't care what you want minarchy anarchy whatever at this moment we're on the same team as i'm concerned so you can take us one step closer to your freedom your vision with just just helping out your community that's it that's that's it by being a good person You can push your political philosophy. (laughs) That's all it takes, guys. (laughs) Like, yes, there's there's other work that has to go on, but you you are you aren't required to do everything. Okay, there's one one thing that you are required to do. That's be a decent human being. Okay, so let us all, you know, maybe we didn't do so great in 2019. I know I was in another country and I wasn't really big on the whole volunteering in another country thing because I had very little free, but whatever. 2020, I'm going to be making a bigger effort to give up some of my free time to help people who need it. Um, yeah, so there we go. That is that is the, that is going to be my New Year's resolution, actually. It's going to be a New Year's challenge. But we're going to, we're going to kick off 2020 on the right foot. 
We're not going to be sitting here like, oh, man, the guns and the, the red flag laws. We're going to start on the right foot. We're going to talk about, we're going to do another episode of what we can do as a refresher. Because I just think I found everybody's New Year's resolutions. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and including going to the gym, for those of you who don't. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be on there for most people. Um, but, yeah, that, that's going to be our, our I'll, I'll start working on it tomorrow. I love the sound of that, but we're going to, yeah, we're going to talk about how we're getting closer. Things that have happened this year that have brought us closer to Libertania. So I think it'll be fun. Cyrus says, you answered so many of my questions today just by being you. Heart, heart react. Somebody heart react that. Okay. Um, (laughs) Baby Yoda steps. Yep. That's right. We're all riding the same Liberty bus. Minarchists just get off one stop before us. Yeah. And they can have California, whatever. That's fine. Go have, go have your, as long as they're voluntarious minarchists and I don't have to be associated. Go on. Be gone. It's the second that they're not. Siren says, I, I'm, I have to say I'm loving this new direction. I, I think I am too. I think you know, it's probably not going to be as good of, of a show as far as, like, getting new viewers on is concerned. Maybe it will. I don't know. Or, like, expanding. But, because um, it's not, again, like, we talked about this earlier. Clickbaity, like, angry react content is so much, it spreads like a wildfire. But that's not, that's not what I want to be. If, if I have to take a, a hit by bringing more positive content, then screw it. I'll make more positive content. It's healthier for me. It's healthier for everybody. I think it's healthier for the movement. It's healthier for all of us. It, it Lead by example, guys. I can't sit here and be like, oh, God, we're all so toxic and we need to stop and then go be toxic. That doesn't help anybody. Then then I'm just a hypocrite. <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing more YouTube videos, too. They'll be probably shorter stuff. Um, I mean, I'm going to post. Besides these, I'm not going to take YouTube videos super seriously. It'll be like. I feel like making a YouTube video and I'll make a YouTube video. I'm not going to be releasing them on any kind of consistent schedule unless this all just takes off and then I can start doing it and like justifiably growing uh, the brand of Liberty After Dark. But for now, I think just doing the podcast and an occasional YouTube video and some fun projects like the song that I made, which actually I can play it for you guys if you want. Has anybody not heard it? Because I won't blast it through the speakers if you've already. But uh, it was a Christmas rendition called uh, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Anarchy. Um, And that's going to be posted on the channel right after this is done. And uh, I'll get started on editing this. We'll, we'll uh, We'll be good to go after that. I think that's all I have for today. I think I think we had a good, fun show. It was about an hour and, I don't know, 10 minutes, something like that. 15 minutes. Unless I'm missing something. Oh, I got a pupper assaulting my hand. Never mind, he left. He he was immediately uninterested in me. Yeah. So, Trip is the official mascot of Liberty After Dark, so get used to seeing him around. He'll be here as long as he's alive. So, yeah. Cool. I don't think I have... Let me see, did I miss any comments? Oh, BB, this is amazing. Thanks, bud. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's cool. I think it was fun. I enjoyed making it. I will make more in the future. 
Um, and, and just, you know, I, I, I keep talking about doing YouTube content. I just need to find a good style that works for me. And, you know, these are technically YouTube videos, so I guess that counts. But, you know, like YouTube, YouTube, like pre-made videos. Um, I'm, I'm not good at scripted content. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. So I'm not ever going to, it's not ever going to work, no matter how many times I try. So what's probably going to happen is that I'm going to pick a topic and talk about it for 20 minutes in front of the camera, kind of like I did with Greta. Greta was probably the best YouTube video I've ever done. And um, there's some things, I, I still need to do that climate change video. I've been putting it off for like two months now. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I really want to do it. It's just like I'm I'm afraid I'm missing something or someone's going to come out of the woodwork and be like, nope, you're wrong. And everything I believe is going to be completely thrown out the window because I'm not a climate change scientist. But I think I have things that would be relevant to people. I don't know what I... Uh. So yeah, there we go. That's That's how I am on that. Help, it froze. My phone could not handle your voice. It's having a full seizure. Uh, try thawing it out. She said her phone froze. So, hmm. We might be trying to use the, uh, the little this dude neck. Little dude. So, yeah. If you guys have any, again, um, before, before we start wrapping up, um, well, we have an email and a Facebook page and a community group. And all that jazz. The email is contact at libertyafterdark.net. If you have any examples of you or other people in your communities um, doing things to promote good, being good people, dang it. I'm not even going to put a political spin on it. Just being good people. Being good Samaritans. Go ahead. Shoot that over to me. We're going to talk about, we're going to try to, well, I'm going to try to have at least one thing per episode. I know that's hard. It probably won't happen, but I'm going to try real hard to find somebody who's got something. I will have something, or somebody else will have something. We can talk about at least one good thing. And then 2020, we're going to talk about, like, everything that's happened. So, lay another hot track on it. I'll get some towels. There you go. Um, yeah, so, I think, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. So, send those to contact at libertyafterdark.net. You got until next Saturday to do something for your community. Just kidding. But um, we, uh, yeah. And then for the New Year's show, which will be, actually, hold up. Yeah. Okay. So the 21st, we'll have Christmas. Then you guys are going to be doing New Year's Eve parties. I'm going to be doing New Year's Eve parties. So we're going to have the New Year's Eve show be the 28th. So that'll be two weeks from now. So I've got some time to prepare. Um, and the second I get, I hear back from the uh, other Liberty peoples, um, like I need to start getting dates from people who are going to be on this Jeopardy thing. We're going to host Jeopardy. Um, I really need a green screen for that, though. So I got to figure something out. But uh, yeah, we're going to do Jeopardy. Uh, maybe next year we'll see like 2020 not like the next year like 2020 we'll we'll just have to see uh it just depends on who or when or it may never happen who knows guys i'm only one guy okay i can only do so much <laughs> um but yeah i think i think that's it i think we're good uh anybody got anything else speak now or forever hold your peace give you a second to type all right that's it cool 
Uh, thank you guys once again for coming out to the 25th episode of Liberty After Dark. Where is your heart at? Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of me, it's oh, some buckaroos my way. We have a Patreon where you can uh, support me in this. It costs me about $45 a month to do the show. Uh, I know it's not much, but hey, if I could bring that down to zero and do this for free, I would be totally cool with that. It would just be a time investment from there. So, yeah, I think that's going to be it, guys. Um, I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week. I will see you all on the 21st at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern for another amazing episode of Liberty After Dark. And then don't forget, 28th, put it in your phone. 8 p.m. Maybe, we'll, yeah, we'll probably do that one at 8 p.m. too. We will be having a special year-in-review episode of Liberty After Dark where we talk about all of the things that happened in 2019 to bring us one step closer to the liberty we all are looking for in our lives. So, yeah, I think that's it. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Take it easy. <laughs>